on Bud Grant style. Well, what he what his style was was make these guys professional at least the refs. Well, all teams were Bud Grant style, you moron. No one this oh. this is a modern affectation to I have see. twenty-two coaches. <laughs> How about I want to be Michigan where I got one guy that's just cheating and looking for signs. And you can get him a I've, sign. I've never bought that story. That's a that's that was a non story. No, he's a cheater. Who? Harbaugh. Harbaugh? Yeah. No, he isn't. Joe, this it's is charming. Like his... It's it's the equivalent of Necro having a nail file in well, his pocket. We're, we're, let's save that ammo for Monday Night Sports Talk. Because, you know, we get to do that today. <laughs> what about the 40th anniversary you were going to say? We're not going to talk about that now, but that's why I mentioned it before we went on the council. Because we can't promote it yet. It's in February. Joe. Right? We, we, I know. Let's not discuss it. Well, I want the council people to know about it. <laughs> Council, we have huge news coming up regarding Monday Night Sports Talk. Don't touch that radio. It's going to be in Florida. Fly home for it. He doesn't go down there anymore. Yeah, he rented a condo for the month of February. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Same building? What's your name, Chris? Chris, yeah, that's Chris, Joe. I just, I'm finding out about this. He must have got great investment advice. I'm still mad at him for selling that place. I told Pat, Pat, let let me be your what do you call that? Did he get? Did he get whole? Who knows? Deal? But that reminds me. I'm making a note. I got to yell at him about that again today. God, that I take it rookie's not coming. Yeah, he's right there. Rook he had to go get lunch. <laughs> His stuff is right there. John, I wish I wish I would have had a camera on Joe when he first got here today. Oh, why? It's just 2024, here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> uh, Are you starting with Harvard? Harvard. Harvard. I'm going to start with that letter to the editor in the Minneapolis oh, paper. Oh, perfect. Okay. And you have my Orcus. Yep. And what I have your orchids. What obligation do the citizens of this country have to accommodate people fleeing climate change? Uh, a, which is not true. You got to save that magic. It's not true. You got to save the magic. <laughs> save the magic. I want it to be fresh. You're fresh. The end of the replay yesterday, I forgot, was the anniversary of Jesse winning, the 25th anniversary of Jesse winning. And the end, oh, God, it was so funny. You know that I got an email from a guy who's breaking down all the flaws in the Christmas light story. Oh, I think I saw that. It's pretty good. Yeah. About the length of all the copper wire and stuff. It costs $1,750 just to buy the extension cords. <laughs> well, the guy's got a great point. Yeah. Well, wasn't he an electrician? I don't know, Chris. You talked to him. I don't know. I don't know. But I did. I went after... Time to retire that. Well, okay. I think we'll use this letter to retire it. All right, that's fine. But you do call because you had you and Rook had always wondered, is it a different guy that called in? No, it's the same guy. His voice sounds completely different, but it's the same guy. The problem is you introduced him by the wrong name. <laughs> well, because you know well, it had been, no. you know, a year or two or whatever it had hey, been. Hey John, what do you think of Ammer? We're on the council, aren't we? Yep. 
Well, it's coming up. World's largest pussy. Well, that, that, uh, you know. uh, A month ago, Trump prevented him from becoming Speaker of the House. We are on the council. Glad I was worried about being on the council. (laughs) See, and John, you know I love you. I don't care if you get fired. You get fired doesn't affect my employment. You You know, that word is unfair to women. Because well, it's a hell of a run we've had. Be, I'll bleep it. Okay. Because uh, you got to start practicing guitar, guys. I got to do some gigs. <laughs> Could probably do real estate. I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll run for office. What the hell? No, not after this show. No, can't do that. Oh yeah, I took care of that. <laughs> no, but Damn. not. But but to say that a man is acting like a woman is terribly unfair of a wo- well, woman th- in today's I, age. So I need a new <gasps> word. Oh, I need that a new reminds word. me. What? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to save your bacon right now. Okay. Okay, I'm done with Mary Moriarty. Did she say anything in from in? I don't want to deal with her, Chris. All right. <laughs> um, that was funny. I'm sorry, Council, if you were offended. I wasn't going to call him a name. I was just going to say he's, you know, obviously. Well, it's it's a lack of testicles. Well, look, Dave Chappelle, ladies and gentlemen, the master of joke. Norm did, which I'll never forget. Norm Because he knew that I was the biggest Jim Carrey fan in the world. Now, I'm not going to go all into it, but Jim Carrey is talented in a way that you can't practice or rehearse. What a God-given talent. I was fascinated with him. And Norm knew that. And he called me up and he goes, Dave, I'm... He says, I'm doing a movie with Jim Carrey. Um, do you want to meet him? And I said, fuck, yes, I do. And it was the first time I could remember since my father died being excited. And the movie, Why was he excited when his father died? Yeah, was, Man on the since since his was. father died. And in this movie, Jim Carrey oh. was playing another comedian I admired, the late, great Andy Kaufman. Yes, and Jim Carrey was so immersed in that role that from the moment he woke up, to the time he went to bed at night, he would live his life. This is a great punchline. Yep. I didn't know that. When they said cut, this thing. Okay, he was <laughs> Andy Kaufman. So much so that everybody on the crew called him Andy. I didn't know any of that. I just went there to meet him. And when he walked into the room where we were supposed to meet, I screamed, Jim Carrey. And everyone said, no. <laughs> I didn't understand. And then he came over and he was acting weird. I didn't know he was acting like Andy Kaufman. He's just like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, hello. (laughs) Andy? Now, in hindsight, how am I that I got to see one of the greatest artists of my time immersed in one of his most challenging processes ever? Very lucky to have seen that. But as it was happening, I was very disappointed (laughs) because I wanted to meet Jim Carrey and I had to pretend this nigga was Andy all afternoon. And he was clearly Jim Carrey. I could look at him and I could see he was Jim Carrey. Anyway, I say all that to say that's how trans people make me feel. Home run. He is so good. He is God very is good. good. And what I love about him um, is he he's doing the 
bleep it. I don't care. Yeah, but he walked off the stage the other night somewhere because he was getting too much grief from the audience. No, I'm saying he's still going to do this. No, I know. And he's going to say, I'm still cashing my check, and I don't care if this offends you. So. Hey, can you fix this? I can. And let's get going here. Joe, I, I can fix that. <laughs> you may. How can we get so many windows open, bro? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Rook, how are you? Good. How's the airport? Busy. Still? Yeah. We got to fly home. No traffic yesterday on oh, the, the freeways. I think we've figured out how to turn Christmas and New Year's into weeks, week-long like <laughs> off. Like we're on holidays. Yeah, week-long, weeks, week-longs, week, week long. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you know. The whole week. <laughs> yes. Um, Rook, turn everything off, shut the door, let's go. Most people yeah. are just basically doing it to avoid having to, I mean, what are you going to do about your kids being like, out of school? But like, this is a flight. You close the door, cabin door shut. Uh, Rook, what's crosstalk and all call mean? They got to um, make sure everything's uh, set and ready. They got to make answer. sure the um, <laughs> exit window is closed. They got to make sure the flag is, the pin on the door is attached. That's Boy, important. I hope so. That's important. Yes, it is important. You can't mess that up. Um, what's something that we shouldn't want or that we don't want to hear? Uh, code code red, you know. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I've already blown that. No, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, Joe pretty much put an end to the. I called Emmer the P word. Sure did. I'm going to guess if he's a if he's a listener of the town council. I'm going to guess that he he won't be responding to my invitation. But again, uh, I'm going to save magic. <laughs> save it, save it for the air, Chris. Save, save, save that. The save it for the air. <clears throat> That's a nice card. Well, Mr. sent me a Christmas card. That's Aww. very nice. Oh, I got uh, I uh, I got a card. Huh? <laughs> Although, did you notice this? Are, are we gonna do the show? Nah. John, I did. We didn't get as many this year. No, we got like three, I think. Four. Normally, we're good for 20, 30 in our house. It's been. I bet we, I bet we were below ten. It's no, we were, years since we've had a lot. It's we're between ten and fifteen. All the people that used to live in our house got a couple. We claimed those. <laughs> I got a new sweater for Christmas. That's a nice sweater. Yeah. I like the ones with whales. On. We only got about ten or fifteen cards this year. I think people were cutting budgets. I like to look at the cards and try to guess who they are. I don't think Jess did one this year. I don't think we got one from you. I think we, we got a very it. nice card from the Heights. Oh, wait, was it one of their dog? Was Larry in it? No, it was. It was a, a store bought one, Chris. It was just a drugstore card. It, it wasn't the drugstore card. We we order ours. Well, whatever. Know. You know what I mean. 
You went to the discount rack and bought all the. <laughs> we have religious and we have non-religious. I'm not sure which we sent you. Hey, John. <laughs> yes. You might know the answer to this. I have. I, a, I don't care if the council hears this. Uh, I get a fairly modest pension check from the Pioneer Press, uh-huh. which I no longer work for. I'm a freelancer. And I got one dated January 31st, 2023. And in the same mail, another envelope, same check dated January 1st, 2024. Is that, huh. are they doing an accounting trick that Time with out. a beneficial consequence did to you, them? Did you mean December 31st? December 31st, okay. 2023. You said January. And then January 1st, 2024. Well, I guarantee that's what it is. Uh, either that or they made a mistake, which seems unlikely. I'm going to guess they didn't. But, but it's the amount of money you should have gotten, right? Is, it, is that the, the checks reflect the amount of money that each pension check has, but why did I get two of them on, on two days? I think the second one you need to deliver to us. That's what that meant. Well, you're all excited about it. I wouldn't get you a lunch. <laughs> Are you fully vested? Uh, in the Pioneer Press. I am, but I wonder if that's I'm some fully sort vested of, in Afro and SAG. If that's an accounting uh, gimmick <laughs> on their TV. behalf, it's never happened before. Hmm. I think I, I'm going to buy a TV. Caller set. <laughs> you ready, bro? I need my glasses. Any of you asses seen my glasses? <laughs> you got to get some new voices. It's 2024. All right. Yeah. You got to pay extra for that. Why do I even? Why do I even? That was pretty funny. Why do I even bother? Why? Yes, my son is a stripper. (laughs) You see, (laughs) my son is a stripper. Don't be floating that cash. Is that from uh, which one? That's from. That's Gabe. uh, Shamrocks. Shamrocks and MKVX. Every person needs to work in the service industry, man. What's KVS? The strip club. What's KVS? MKVS. That's the restaurant I'm trying to get you to go to. What's it called? MKVS. It's Vietnamese. Oh, is it good? Uh, It's been in Minneapolis for about 20 years, and they just bought on Grand and Hamlin. Got to eat bamboo and stuff. Didn't we just shut about 25 (laughs) different restaurants in St. Paul? Uh, this place will not be shut. You down. know that. Let, let's not start the show yet. Do you know that the owner of all the buildings shutting down on Grand Avenue is the Ohio State Teachers Fund Pension? I was going to bring that up to you. Wow. And they they apparently what they they don't wish to renegotiate leases. Well, what these is, teachers are going to lose be, their pension. Must be money. making a lot of money, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's a story that somebody's got to get out. Well, I, I would if I knew anything about that kind of thing. I don't. Well, what do you know about pensions? I thought you are fully vested. I know that I got two checks <laughs> 24 hours apart. And you're complaining about it. Well, yeah, because you, why? With my luck, I'd cash them both, and they'd write me a letter saying you weren't supposed to get that one. Fraud. He's a fraud. You know, stamps are going up to 66 cents. What am I going to do? <laughs> that won't stop me. Is that what they cost, really? It won't stop me. As of January something, they're going to be 66 cents. That's my number. You know, like gas. Is, What's that, your is that your number? That's my number. I'm never going to mail my number yet. I'm not going to mail anything for wow. the rest of my life. You know what? As I open my drawer here, yeah. I use so few stamps. Look at how many. I have 
a hundred here, I think. Well, stands. you're you're Ship you're along, you're along with me. You have a drawer. You play office. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, you guys are back on the air. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Fred Joe, do you do you have any Buzz Lightyear stamps though? I never did. I never went with oh, Buzz. I got collector's the item. I've got all the muscle cars. I got sheets of. Oh, those. that'd be cool. I didn't see I those. Sheets of hey, those. Guys, and I got here. some Yogi like... Bears still. I. You know what? Look, I got three Yogi Bears left. Yeah, I got. I got about <laughs> six left. I got Scooby Doo. I got Mariachi. Yogi's not popular anymore because everybody used them. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if I get time in the No. <laughs> Yeah, uh, time to do the show, huh? Fratelloni. I got stripper dollar bills to deposit. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1218, the first show of 2024, January 3rd, 2024. 46 degrees was the record high on this day. That was back in 1880. And 26 below was the record low on this day. That was back in 1887. Hmm. 1887. This is, yeah, here we go. 18. Well, this I is 20. Hail really the flashlight. We're using there. equipment from 1897. And now, from the mayor's <laughs> office above the boathouse, here we go. Lake. It's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Height in the newsroom. And of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. I would like to propose to you, the staff, the prospect of going about 2024 differently than we have in past seasons. I'm basing this proposal on a letter written to the editor today of the Star Tribune. Okay. And I will read it. Let's go. And I, in all seriousness, uh, the headline of the letter is Most Read Opinions, subhead, That's Not Who We Are. Reading the January 1st list of the most read opinion pieces of 2023 left a very sour taste. Based on most of the opinions and associated comments, one would think we reside in a very dysfunctional state. Allow me to offer a more balanced opinion to begin our new year properly. We have built a state that is known for our work ethic, pragmatism, and healthy lifestyles. This year, both CNBC and U.S. News gave our state a top five ranking for places to live. These weren't aberrations. National polling consistently places us in the top five states for many important livability factors, including labor force participation, economic opportunity, Fortune 500 companies per capita, education and ACT scores, happiness, places to raise a family, and life expectancy. We have worked hard at investing in benefits for the common good, and it shows. Most important, we continue to lead the country as the nicest state in the union, something our country desperately needs more of right now, signed Mark Anderson Wyzetta. 
And I propose to you, uh, is it possible that we could make ourselves think that way? I envy this fellow. Mm. I'm being very serious. Okay. I envy this fellow that he's that blissful. Mm. Uh, and it could be a function of, of the show that we're not as blissful as he is. But I am envious. I don't see anything that he sees. I don't see anything. Let's. In fact, I'd like to break it down. Please. Uh, first of all, I'm not so sure I accept any ratings from CM, CNBC and U.S. News. I would believe there's a built-in bias there. Uh, labor force participation. Uh, I see too many places desperate for employees, which would suggest nope. to me yes. that, that too many people are not working, right? Yes. Uh, economic opportunity. Well, I won't dispute that. There's always opportunity. All right. Can I stop and correct a tiny thing that you said, though? You may. The, <clears throat> the part about people still looking for a lot of employees, a lot of that is true, but I was talking to somebody recently saying, what we're going to see is business owners making decisions based upon all of the stuff that started to be enacted yesterday, or in, excuse in, me, on including the, first. the family leave. The, that's chief among them. Yeah. So anyway, continue. Sorry. Fortune 500 companies per capita. Yes, we have a handful. Education and ACT scores. I could not be more in disagreement with them. Everything I can glean from public education is a complete failure. In Minneapolis and St. Paul, especially, yes. Happiness, that's that's arbitrary. I can't judge who's happy and who's not. Right. Which one are you? Places yeah. to raise right. a family. Uh, I, I think there are plenty of good places to raise families in this country. Maybe we're among them. All right. Uh, life expectancy. Uh, he, he notes health, too. Well, we just bent over backwards to make pot legal and without an outcry from the same people who were anti-smoking. So I, I don't understand that disconnect between the availability of drugs and health. But uh, apparently there are people who have convinced themselves that that uh, marijuana is good for your health. Mm hmm. Yeah, in some cases it can. Maybe work. if you're sick, if there's yeah, you have pain. We have uh, worked hard at investing in benefits for the common good, and it shows. I, I don't know how it shows. Could I have some help there? Did anyone? Anyone? Um, how does it show? We have parks. Is that what he means? And bike trails, and that they show. I know where they are. Okay. I, uh, I mean, what? What does show mean? Well, we use I, I them, would, and they're, well, they're. I would suspect he means that uh, the 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 investment in benefits we've made are proving to have great results. Okay, but as far as parks are concerned, you've got a picnic table out there in a uh, in a playground. Yeah, what do you have? Those aren't that uncommon, right? Around the country, right? And then he he falls into what I consider this false narrative. That we're the nicest state in the union. Oh, I, nice. I, I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, <laughs> and, and uh, I've run into nicer people. 
in in er other areas. I think Minnesota nice is not at the same level it was in the past, though. Uh, but we could go that road. We could go down that road this year, and we would not uh, worry about Tom Emmer, who's coming up today, or Claude <laughs> Gay, who's coming up today, or the people who survived the Mac, uh, the miraculous Japanese airliner disaster, which which would not have been survived in this country. I would not be uh, concerned that uh, how many people in uh, the uh, Department of Education in Minnesota make over $200,000 a year that you're paying for. Apparently a fellow like this, and I'm not indicting this fellow at all, I tell you, I'm envious of him. Uh, I'm envious of his ability to, to see such positivity. Uh, but I see the, all those people making 200 grand a year, and I, I'm wondering for what. Uh, and I see all these expanded public cabinets in Minneapolis and St. Paul and showing nothing for their, their existence. No what, accountability. What have they accomplished? Uh, so uh, I guess I'll take a vote. Uh, John Height, do we go, uh, do we go this route where we see nothing but positivity for 2024? I think we could see more positivity on the show, but no, I don't, I'm not fully on board with this guy's letter at all. Rook. Um, we're to tell it like it is. We've got to give you the current conditions on this show. But as far as positivity, uh, what I what think, can we find that kickback is positive, I guess? Well, and I think we did try that, thanks to Schoonover and Positive Thursday. And that was really pretty, much, work, a, pretty much a disaster. <laughs> that Chris, still exists. Are you on this, Chris? <laughs> I couldn't disagree with this clown anymore than I do. Wait, not a clown. I don't know. Let's, not, let's but, leave, let's leave I'm, that out of I'm it. Okay, I won't single this guy out, but since you read his letter. Yeah, but I didn't call him a clown. Okay, I'm tired of so many people who reside in the state who insist on telling me that everything is just grand, and look at how wonderful everything is. I, I'm sick of us turning I into I want to see that. But yeah, I'm but... sick of us turning into the, we're the place where everyone comes to with their handout. I'm so tired of that. Aren't yeah, you guys? Everything isn't good when you're raiding a Walgreens or a Target, and you're not you're not punished and for it. I don't care that Better Homes and Gardens had us listed in the top five. That's meaningless to me. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, so. This positive attitude doesn't seem to be taking hold, Joe. It didn't really yeah, uh, pass the two-minute mark, did it? No, right? no, it didn't. But that's, okay, but that's almost exactly why we're in the trouble that we are. But a, apparently a fellow like that doesn't see the trouble. Then they're not paying attention, is my opinion. I think one of the tr principal problems we'll have, if you don't feel it today, I predict you'll feel it tomorrow. And if you don't feel it, I'm using tomorrow metaphorically, and if you don't feel it tomorrow, you'll, you'll feel it eventually. And that is, we are governed by people that have displayed very little fiduciary responsibility. And what they've done is not sustainable without a constant increase in taxes. Yeah. It's just not sustainable. Mm -hmm. You can't take an 18. We have created the need to come up with $18 billion more money than we did two years ago. Every two years. 
we have to come up with eighteen billion dollars that were not come up with, that weren't come up that weren't right. present yes. two years ago. And I'm not sure that I'm well. I am sure that's not sustainable. No, it's not. And we've elected people who, in my estimation, not not Marks, in my estimation, do not have. Uh, my interests at heart. Uh, they have they have their own interests at heart, and they have their own visions. But the more money they take from us, the smaller citizens we're becoming. At you mentioned the the paid family leave. Mr. Fratelloni and I broke it down a little bit yesterday on our show. And places like Fratelloni's, places like Hubbard Broadcasting, already had this type of program available to their full-time employees. And that's great. And if you aspire to get to a job that allows you to, but we keep having this thought that we're supposed to take care of every single part-time person that works a job throughout the state. That's not the way that that's not the way it works. And given who we've elected to the legislature, that falls under the rubric of the oppressed versus the oppressor. And the people we've elected view somebody with a business as an oppressor. And the people who have to work for him or her are the oppressed. Therefore, we're here to champion you, the oppressed people. They don't give a damn about the guy who owns the business. He's an oppressor. Merely by the fact that he built a business, he's an oppressor. And so now, if if you start to legislate by virtue of either you're the oppressed or the oppressor, there's no end to the draining of the public trough because you're going to take more and more money because you continually defined new categories of oppressed people. Uh, we hmm. talked. Uh, I know we talked about this when it happened, but it's worth repeating because it just started yesterday. Or sorry, I keep saying yesterday, two days ago. In California, Newsom... Uh, increase the minimum wage to $20 an hour starting April 1st for, for part-time fast food workers. Okay. What is a Subway sandwich going to cost? Did you listen to the show yesterday? No. Oh, my God, because that's what we talked about. I oh. took So that's where I was going. On Saturday, we went down to the Christmas lights at Slippy Park in Mankato with our family. Festive, me, me, the wife, festive. and the kids. She said, hey, let's stop at Subway on the way home because that's what the boys want for dinner. No problem. We stopped at the one on 169 as you're heading out of town. They're the most common. They're the most plentiful fast food franchise in America. Yep, and I there love are Subway. more Subways than any other fast food They're franchise. They're great. It's quick. You're in and out. It's it's fantastic. I bought two foot-long subs and a Diet Coke for me. What kind? $43. Well, the CP and I stopped at a lonely Subway outpost on the way down to Chicago we got two sandwiches. Uh, I didn't even, I got water. Uh, she got a pop. It was 28 bucks. I, I, again, $28. This isn't an anti-subway. I'm not ripping them. Neither they're, am I. They're, they're doing what they need to do because they have to support, you know, the, the fact that $6 mayonnaise now costs $20. The fact that they I don't to, know what mayonnaise costs. Well, but the increased cost with everything is my point. That's why they have to charge, but they're, this, I'm not ripping subway. I'm just saying we, this, this can't this can't be. We can't keep living like this. Now, lest anyone I, make the mistake uh, <laughs> in thinking that uh, I would be in the camp oh. 
who believes Trump could solve these issues. Uh I am not. Uh, I could not be more disappointed in the behavior of our own Tom Emmer, for example, who uh, now has officially endorsed Trump. Emmer has no testicles, or the (laughs) testicles he does have are in Trump's pocket. Wafer thin. And Emmer, you are, uh, did you put the call into him? I did. Uh, And email. Fighting chance he won't come on with us. That's one of our problems. Especially now. We get a lot of people that won't come on with us. Uh, As recently as late October, Trump railroaded Emmer from becoming Speaker of the House. And this is Emmer's response. He backs this psychopath criminal. Tom, in the past, has been um, pretty common sense on board. Not I don't anymore. know what ha- I don't know what happened to him. Well, he's always been a Trump backer. He's never backed off from Donald Trump. Dateline October twenty fourth, wow. uh, DC Bureau of Government and Politics. Dateline October twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. U.S. House Republicans Tuesday voted to tap Minnesota's Tom Emmer as speaker following five rounds of ballots. Let me pause right there. And you'll remember how excited the local news anchors got. Oh, one of our own is going to be the speaker of the House. It lasted about 10 minutes. But Emmer quit the race just four hours later after he was attacked by the GLP's most powerful figure, Trump. After beating six candidates, Emmer, the number three Republican, faced an uphill battle to coalesce more than 20 hard-right Republican holdouts, loyal to Trump, who took to social media after the vote to warn that electing Emmer would be a tragic mistake. He never respected the power of a Trump endorsement or the breadth and scope of MAGA, Trump wrote about Emmer on his site, Truth Social. He is totally out of touch with Republican voters. And Emmer, you ballless fool. You come back today and you endorse this fruitcake? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. All Minnesota Republicans have endorsed Trump. The uh, All the House reps endorsed him yesterday. All the Republican House reps. Now... I know that many of our loyalists are angry at me for having this position. That's too bad. But before you email me, uh, I, too, want a president to eradicate DEI. I, too, want a president to uh, encourage the uh, acquisition of our own resources, our own oil. I, too, want a president who believes that Uh, Climate change is being handled poorly and is merely a social agenda. I, too, want everything, virtually everything Trump stands for, but I can't take it from coming from him. Hmm. I just can't. He is a foul, foul, miserable human being, stunted at growth, stopped intellectual development at the age of seven. I want nothing to do with him. And and here we have these, these obsequious, acolytes bowing at this guy's feet rather than standing up to him and getting rid of him. Right. But when we're faced with one of two options. I can't play that game. They both have to go. But that's what's going to happen. I don't care. I'm playing my own game. They both have to go. They're both horrible, horrible choices.
And that's what this once great country has come to, that I'm supposed to sit here and say, well, he's better than Biden. They're both lousy. Anybody, anybody seeking to fill Biden's shoes is lousy. There are people seeking to fill Trump's shoes who are not lousy. So where was I? Hammer. Positive Thursday. Hammer, right. you are uh, an incredible disappointment that you have no ability to stand up for yourself. The guy knocked you, the guy sucker punched you and knocked you out of the speaker race in five hours, and you're crawling back today to endorse the guy? What a, what a word I can't say, unless we're on the council. Unless the <laughs> word you already used earlier today. God help us. I, honest to God. Now, there's no positive way for me to look at any of that. You know, I, I don't know what, what the Mark Andersons of Minnesota do confronted with a story like this. Perhaps this has no impact on him because he's a blissful uh, liberal that just loves yeah. to think I, I think you're right. From reading his letter, he probably is. He wouldn't like Tom Emmer no matter what. And Tom Emmer was, was a reasonably normal human yeah. being. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you succumb to this temptation wielded by this phony i just well i tried to tell john years ago that if he ran for office back in 2016 this was all going to happen listen you bastard i lectured you guys for hours about how he was going to ruin the republican party and everything else and you guys looked at me and grinned i want everything that trump (laughs) accidentally wants he doesn't want it from an intellectual depth he wants it because of accident and if you give him, you know, a reason to change his mind quickly, he'd be happy to. Oh God, yes, whatever would on, whatever on any would subject. Him. Yes, absolutely. Yep. He's a he's a horrible, horrible, horrible human being. He's dreadful, and I don't know why a guy like Hammer could look at a guy who's wanted in about twelve different states on about forty-eight different charges <laughs> and find in him a a presidential candidate. And they're saying, well, that's all because he's being gone after. It's a witch hunt. No, it isn't. Some of it is. Some of it is. But 85% of it isn't. So we got that going for us. Yeah, looking forward to 2024 there. (laughs) My my ability to look at the life the way that our Wyzetta friend is looking at it didn't last long, did it? It didn't, Joe. Really did not. Didn't even have we we've been taking a break yet? You're, you're uh, already no. there. We I'm gonna tell to. you right now though about Precision Garage Door. <laughs> oh. They're busy, they're hiring, and they've had great response in their hiring. They still need warehouse people. That's not a bad gig. They pay great salaries, have great benefits, and the people who work there love working there because they stay because the outfit's competent and they're fair. It's precision garage door of the Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin. They serve the metro area in Western Wisconsin. The uh, Every indication I've received from, from emailers is that they're the best at it. They they tell you, hey, we're get an hour away, here yep, we come. Done. And then they keep you updated throughout the whole process. Or in my case, you could just hang out outside with them and 
shoot the breeze, shoot the shoot the breeze about them. They're good people and they're an equal opportunity employer. You need this telephone number next to your telephone. I'd it's a say better telephone way to closet, but people don't know, what that yeah, is. I don't know what that is. 612-263-6985. See if you're a good fit. Get it? Because they'll Six. even fit a new door. They do everything. Rollers, springs, lights, doors, uh, the remote openers, you name it. Precision Garage Door has it handled. PrecisionDoorMN.com. My heavy ad load is done for the day. You are uh, Atlas. Thank you, Atlas, for carrying that load for us on your shoulders. Atlas. Yeah. It wasn't he the guy that had the earth on his? No, that's the thing you look up for the maps. Oh, maps. Road Atlas. Like Atlas. He never respected the Trump endorsement. Go bleep yourself. Uh <laughs> Nobody can stand up to this word I can't say. But again, it, it doesn't it just, again, boil down to I, I got two options in front of me. It's A or B. You know, I'd argue this with you, Chris, but we're on the council, so I don't want to, because it's two, they're two very different men, no matter what you think of their politics. Okay. And if, if you can't see that, then I, I no, I, I we would I, have no reason to have that discussion. That that part, I I see your point. I see your point. Well, they'd both ruin the country in different ways. Yeah, I I agree completely. Yeah. Let's um, go. Yeah. Let's go while I'm hot. I mean, well, I'm I, need, hot. Um, <clears throat> I need um, Ray and Welter. Okay. And I also need Minnesota Masonic. Oh, crap. And I need Zero Res. She must have just added that one today. Chris, you're going to get a few emails, Chris? Yeah. Oh, well, they go right to Joe and me. No, I mean. No, go ahead and email me. I'm, I'm not going to change my mind. I'm, I'm not a Trump guy. Uh, he's a bad, bad guy. And, and I'm going to straighten it out when we come back. Okay. Let's you go. Ready? You ready, Rook? Yeah. Rolling. Yeah. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. You know who else is unstoppable? The uh, company called Zero Res right here in Minnesota. And they are here to clean your carpets, check out your air ducts, and make sure you have a great experience. I've used Zero Res in the past, and I will continue to use Zero Res. 17,000 reviews, 4.9 rating on Google, and the Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee. Right now, the uh, Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, it's all over. There's going to be some stains, and why not just freshen up in 2024? Time to call the cleaning pros at Zero Res. Your air ducts, yep, help alleviate allergies or asthma. It's important to enjoy less dust, lower energy bills, and your home's going to stay cleaner longer. Have you ever Googled Zero Res? Listen. Do it and learn all about them. Uh, they stand behind all of their work. Don't do it yourself. Those machines are not strong enough. The Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee makes it easy to get what you pay for. They stand behind every cleaning. Call Zero Res today and ask for the Rook Special. Three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at just $119. Bucks. 
And don't forget Dirt and Danner's favorite hiding place. Your air ducts take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z or go online, zeroresminnesota.com and tell me what the rookie special. Spelled forwards or backwards, it's spelled exactly the same. How amazing is that company? Zero res. Both Biden and Trump will ruin the country. It's just that they'll do it in different ways. Uh, Biden, for example, uh, this immigration policy is untenable. It, it can't continue. That's not sustainable. It's ruinous. It's, it's thousands and thousands of people flooding across the border. I believe in the month of December, basically the city of Pittsburgh came across the border. Now, you have uh, the Homeland Security Chief Mayorkas. Yes. He was on, what, a CNBC show? The Morning Joe. The Morning Let's Joe. Let's go. All right. And what did uh, Mayorkas uh, have to say to Morning Joe? Uh, here we go. Talk to, talking about the border invasion. As you know, Mr. Secretary, Border Patrol in the month of December processed more migrants entering the United States illegally than any month in the history of that agency. Why is that happening? What? How do you explain it? So we are seeing the greatest number of displaced people, not only at our southern border, not only in the Western Hemisphere, but across the globe. You know, I am involved in bilateral and multilateral meetings with my counterparts from foreign countries in Europe, uh, in Asia, in the Indo-Pacific, all over the world. And migration, the challenge of displaced people, is a subject that comes up in every single conversation. We have the effects of climate change, poverty, increasing level of authoritarianism, the very many challenges that are at the root cause of the displacement of people around the world. Well, he didn't answer the question, or he did it so unsatisfactorily that it's preposterous. I'm supposed to believe that these bedraggled poor souls with their belongings on their back, dragging a kid along with them, are fleeing climate change? I don't. That's yeah. preposterous. They Climate change would be the least of their problems. So when they come across the border illegally, we They're get the, the camera crew. Uh, do we put the mic in their face and say, on the list of your concerns, yeah. uh, sir or ma'am, yeah. <laughs> You don't think climate change would be on the top of that list? Doesn't some means of control have to be established? How can this be? You're giving away the country. Well, one guy tried to build a wall. Yeah, I'm going to get Mexico to pay for it. How'd that work out? <laughs> uh, from the center of the American experiment, a piece by Bill Glahn. Uh the share of the foreign-born population of the state of Minnesota is increasing, mm -hmm. which is fine, by the way. I'm not xenophobic. You want to come in here and, you know, become a carpenter or a law school grad? Provide your family you an opportunity? Go ahead. Yep, absolutely. But all we're ending up with is food fraud scandals and uh, crime and everything else you can put. Again, Mark Anderson doesn't see that. I hate to... I hope Mark realizes I'm not I'm not uh, impugning him. I'm just amazed that someone doesn't see any of this. But Mark shares the viewpoint of a lot of other apparently so people in the state. Apparently, uh, 
international um, net international immigration, which told a thirty, which totaled thirty five thousand people since the last national census, Minnesota has lost forty six thousand people to other states, but has increased its foreign born population to eight point seven percent. Maybe that maybe that is enough to. Uh, to worry about, but these statistics become obsolete before they're published, with more than 10,000 illegal immigrants crossing the southern border every day. And it's not clear how the uh, job of federal authorities are doing in documenting the undocumented immigrants entering the country. Minnesota may not rank as one of the most popular destinations for current immigrants. They're not really, they're not really illegal immigrants. They're displaced people. Uh-huh. Well, that's, that's by the their own choosing they're displaced. No one's displacing them. You can stay in Nicaragua and try to have a better government, but I guess it's easier to walk 5,000 miles and try to get in here. Uh, okay, wherever. My point, let's not even... <laughs> I mean, I, there's nowhere to go with this. Uh, but the, the Biden ba- people just took... I think a thousand immigrants to Whitewater, Wisconsin, hmm. and as either Jordy pointed out or Kelsey or whatever, it, it's it's not okay for the governor of Texas, Abbott, to deliver busloads of immigrants to Chicago or New York, but it's okay for Biden to deliver a thousand to Whitewater, Wisconsin. Well, now, was, how is Whitewater, right. Wisconsin, supposed to pay for that? Your guy Brandon Johnson was also on one of the outlets over the weekend saying. This is a national emergency because of the buses. And he called it, I well, I better not say what I was going to say, but he basically blamed the other side of the political aisle for this. He blamed the Republicans? Yeah. Well, how can you? He? He what said, are they doing? I believe he said it was something along the lines of right-wing agenda because of what because of what Greg Abbott decided to do in Texas. Well, what's no, he supposed to do? What's he supposed to do? This isn't I agree with him, though, when he said this is a national emergency. I agree with him when he said that. I was in Chicago over the weekend and busloads were arriving and they're no longer allowed in the city proper. They've got a drop-off point in the suburbs. And you don't ride the bus. No, but if I did. <laughs> yeah, but it, they've got it's they they're, they're developing a system. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens when the uh, Democratic National Convention is held in Chicago this summer. I don't know where these poor people are going to live. Won't we just do what we did in San Francisco? Just clean we'll it up. Clean her up for about a week. See, I personally think the country's in a horrible mess. Just a horrible mess. It is. Now, it, it's not entirely unrelated to bring up the horrible uh, plane crash in Tokyo. 300 and... Uh, a, a jetliner with 379 passengers and an entire crew uh, hit a Coast Guard plane that apparently was in the wrong place at the, uh, at the uh, Tokyo's Haneda Airport. And that caused the Coast Guard plane to explode, and they lost five people out of six on the Coast Guard plane. Mm-hmm. Three, and then the, the passenger jet completely engulfed in flames. And if you've seen the after pictures, it's just a metal skeleton. There's nothing left of the plane. 
All 379 passengers and the crew are alive. They all got off safely. And the first thing I thought when I heard about this and saw it and read about it was, if that happened in this country, 350 people would have died. It's just the difference, I think, in cultures. We would have had people try to take selfies of the flames and <laughs> reaching behind them for their cheeseburger and blocking the aisle. And, oh, and, 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 and seriously, in this country, it would have been a bleep show. Yes. It, uh, unfortunately, people would have died. I have no doubt about that in my life. In Japan, the culture uh, compels a different kind of discipline. I think, than, than we're accustomed to. Have fair. you ever seen uh, sometimes on social media, someone will throw in a, uh, a video clip of, say, a, uh, a teacher in Japan uh, preparing her classroom before the arrival of four- and five-year-olds, and the teacher will throw junk all over the floor. Then the children are admitted, and the first thing they do is they clean up everything, they put it back where it's supposed to be, and they sit at their desks at attention. Have you ever seen a film uh, of of Chinese, not Chinese, Japanese kids uh, at a crosswalk, the cars stop, they walk across, and they bow to the driver for having stopped. That's not the way it works here. This country doesn't work that way. We handle things a bit differently. So it doesn't surprise me. I, I consider it a miracle but it doesn't surprise me that 379 people got off a flame of a plane engulfed in flames or soon to be engulfed in flames r- sliding down the chute one after the another they all got out that's a do you think that would happen in at O'Hare airport no no <laughs> do you think that would happen at LaGuardia no LA MSP I say yes cuz yes. I believe in we, they're all being briefed mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't happen here. Ooh. People would be fighting for their luggage and worried about their laptop and where's my phone. I don't think that that obviously didn't happen in this case. They must have had one goal in mind. Let's all get off the plane. Yeah, I saw a comment from the airline where apparently that's very common. For some reason, people always go back even though they know they might die. In this case, they said they did not have one instance of a passenger trying to going back trying to go back retrieve a bag for example yeah no carry on luggage no anything they all and I don't want to put evacuated it. that would not have happened here and I don't want to put words into my guy's uh, uh mouth over here but you do see bad etiquette at the airport often oh yeah people are me 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 yeah me 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 well that, that let, you know we I have nowhere to go with this socially uh, uh except to say there's not a doubt in my mind this would have been a disaster in America where where could this where would this have been handled as smoothly in America if it was full of Americans? And I take it this jet was full of Japanese. Okay, but we did have Sully. Uh, Sully. Was Maybe a, that was too long ago. No, that was two thousand nine. A great example of heroism. I mean, a guy that knew what to do. But it, but, but, but but I it's mean, different because deplaning the deplaning of they're all sitting there on the wings yeah. and. But isn't that the, a different case? Because that's one guy being heroic, saving a plane. Whereas this, I don't, I don't know. Is, is it comparable? You're well. You want to make comparable the deplaning process. Yes. Okay. And uh, Sully got all his people off that plane. I agree. That didn't stop some pigs from suing 
right? You know. And again, like you pointed out, it's 2009. That's a long time. A lot of stuff has happened since then. A lot of stuff. Well, I'm happy that like this them. turned out this way. I'm happy yes. for these people. It's a, It was a miracle. You're on record. I'm on record <laughs> saying that's a miracle. Because that's a miracle that would not have happened here. I still have to get to Claudine Gay. Oh. Uh, and I'm going to. Okay. But not until we take a break and hear from John. How about you hear from me first? All right. Because oh. I want to talk about the best going out there right now, and that's Hoffer and Water and Connecticut. Uh, here's the number. So get on the schedule today. 612-895-2440. I saw you didn't write it down. Write it down. 612 612- Eight nine five two four four zero. Hofferman Water has been proudly supporting the Garage Logic podcast for a number of years, and they are very thankful to all of you GLers that have already scheduled your free water analysis. Joe, I just want to sh- give a shout out to Emmer. You might think I'm brave for for saying what I'm saying, you know, on the on the air, but I'll be glad to say it to your face. You, we, you, you've received calls and emails asking you to come on this show, and I'll be glad to sit within arm's length of you and tell you you have no balls. So uh, please, please come on the air if you think if you think you can handle it. Now we'll. Uh, Here's your plea. Now we'll take a break. Hoffermanwater.com. I wouldn't pass up. Huh? <laughs> Get on the schedule today and tell them you heard it. <laughs> bought it from Tom Emmer in the GL podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Why not? Hey, how are you? You know what? Sometimes you have just you, gotta, guys, you guys have had him on before, haven't you? He's oh, been on before. Been a fair like the state fair coming through. <laughs> was he on? No, what station was he on with Davis? That wasn't us, right? No, that was that was the Patriot, wasn't it? The Patriot, wasn't it? Okay, was what Davis? Bob, Bob. him and was Davis had the Patriots. was like the morning there. show, or yeah. Doug, Doug Davis. The Doug Davis Show. Coming in hot. In your face. You see, I didn't win the Powerball again, huh? Damn. 840. Somebody in Michigan. Is anybody going to Michigan or North or South Dakota? Do you remember that song? No, man. Is anybody going to Michigan Oh, North or South Dakota. I don't think that was the song. Was it? Was that a parody of the? Uh, it was other during song? wrestling. That was during wrestling. They always bought time. Well, that's apparently a parody, right? No, it was Is a, anybody I, going to San Antonio of that song or South Dakota? Yeah, or yeah, it's a obviously a parody. Okay. <laughs> Are you trying to confuse me? I don't know what I'm doing, Rook. Uh, I need another one from you here, please. And John, uh, just so you know, yes, sir. North American Banking Company is your presenting news sponsor, basically for the rest of time, for, forever, forever. Forever. Is there a break? Did you already tell me that I was on business? Uh, yes. Let's take a break today. Take a break. Send it to anybody, or just send it. Just send it a break. Just send it. Monday night sports talk. I uh, I think it's going to be a quality show. <laughs> Well, there's plenty to talk about. Oh, let's let's start talking. Those two final bowl games were incredible. That was one of the games. best. That's probably the best yeah, Rose Bowl since the Vince Young 05 Rose Bowl, I bet. 
Damn, that was a great game. And the Wild are done if they got their commie all beat up because he got hit in the kidney so much. Uh, how come there isn't? He got cross-checked twice. Where was the Where was our enforcer? True. Why well, where was Maroon the ref? Go get where him? was the ref going? Hey, <laughs> what's going on? Hey, Stop. what's happening? This is illegal. Activity. What's happening? I mean, on, it's hockey. Man. Are we ready, Ray? Ray? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. In uh, 1970, Rook Charlie Pride. Is anybody going to San Antonio? Oh, that's look God, he looked it he up. Looked it I had up. to look to Europe because I wanted to make sure. Let's go here. Who's on my mind? Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Are Joe Souchere. Huh? Are these different? Yeah, these are pretty fresh. That's Paul. That's Paul. Yeah. You know who else is different? Minnesota Masonic Charities. Different from the rest. One of the leading grant makers in the state. Donating millions each year, impacting education, cancer research, elder care, children's health, and community service, and has been a huge part of Minnesota history. Of the 87 counties, 23 are named after Masons. Hubert Humphrey, Harold Stassen, William and Charles Mayo, all were Masons. Of the 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, six were Masons. A lot of terms that we use every single day, like third degree, Foursquare, Blackball, all come from Masonic traditions. And you can learn more about, they have a great facility in uh, Bloomington. Uh, get in touch with them. Learn more about the Minnesota Masonic History Center. It's in Bloomington. Or go to mnmasoniccharities.org. There's a lot to learn. There aren't any secrets. There's a lot to learn with Minnesota Masonic History Center in Bloomington, mnmasoniccharities.org. Here's Mr. John Height for the New Year's newscast. Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. A house fire in St. Paul early today sent six children and one adult to the hospital with severe injuries to some of them, according to officials. Fire personnel alerted about 1.30 in the morning to the fire in the small house in the 1200 block of North Arkwright Street. They arrived in less than three and a half minutes, according to Deputy Fire Chief Roy Mocasso. The flames were quickly doused. Fire crews found inside that the children and the adult inside were all unresponsive. The condition of some of the occupants required immediate life-saving measures. The cause of the fire has not yet been discovered, but officials say it does not appear to be suspicious. Dozens of people had to be rescued from the ice on Lake of the Woods on New Year's Day. That's okay. the latest emergency response during an uncharacteristically mild winter. Lake of the Woods County Sheriff's Office said it got a report just before 3 in the afternoon Monday that 20 to 25 people were stranded on the north end of a pressure ridge that had cracked open. Yes, sir. No, I'm waiting until you're done. Oh, okay. I just the, wanted you to know that I have some something to add to your story. Gotcha. The time of the call, Long Point Resort had brought a boat out into the open water to bring people from the north side of the pressure ridge onto the south side, where they were then brought to shore by UTV or snowmobile. The Department of Natural Resources helped the Sheriff's Department in the rescue attempt using airboats and UTVs to get people off the lake. In total, about 50 people were rescued. Uh, I said last week, if I was king, I'd put a fence around Upper and Lower Red. And not, let, have run not let anybody on it till the ice was a foot thick. Right. Willard Anger uh, has an idea that many of us have also had. He suggests that each person requiring rescue is given an itemized bill for every last cent of the cost of the rescue. That might make people think a little deeper about questionable ice. Wow, I, I wouldn't uh, dispute that at all. 
give these morons a bill. Right. I don't want to pay for that. I don't want to pay for this. You're an idiot to go on the ice. There was a, no fish is worth it. That's there, right. No fish is worth <laughs> there was a video, I believe it was Prior Lake, in which there was a group of people water skiing over that's uh, over the holiday yeah, break. I don't blame them. They might as well. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. You're, you're going to get frostbite? Go ahead. Well, you got a wetsuit. Go water skiing. Yeah. Weather also affecting Minnesota's famous John Bear Grease Sled Dog Marathon. It will not run in 2024, organizers announced yesterday, saying there's a lack of snow. Race organizers said this was not an easy decision, but with concerns over the weather, safety of the dogs, mushers, and volunteers, it was the only decision we felt comfortable with. The more than 300-mile race was scheduled to kick off from Duluth January 28th. Now the 40th running of the Bear Grease is postponed until January 26th of 2025. Organizers said postponing to later this winter wouldn't be feasible because of unpredictable weather and conflicts with other races. 20-year-old man received a 23-year term yesterday for killing a 17-year-old boy. Uh, we talked about this story when it happened outside a Plymouth apartment complex during a dispute over high-end sneakers. Augustus Surleaf of Plymouth was sentenced in Hennepin County District Court after pleading guilty to second-degree murder in connection with the killing of 17-year-old Racine Johnson of Albertville in November of 2022. With credit for time in jail since his arrest, Surleaf is expected to serve the roughly 14 and a half years in prison and the balance on supervised release. A co-defendant, Hans Madave, 20 years old of New Hope, agreed in November to plead guilty to second-degree intentional murder. In exchange for that plea, prosecutors agreed to go below state guidelines, gave him 12 and a half to uh, 12 and a half years in prison to more than 15 years. According to the complaints, officers arrived at the parking lot, saw a wounded Johnson inside a Buick SUV. A male told the officers he was the driver and that he ran when shots were fired. The driver said he and Johnson came to the parking lot to buy shoes. Two men were there and got in the SUV. Sirleaf gave Johnson one of the shoes in exchange for half the money. Sirleaf asked for the shoe back, but Johnson refused, and Sirleaf shot him. One of the shoes? To the driver. I'll yeah. give you one. It was, well, well, he was for half the money, and then he was supposed to give the rest of the money for the other shoe. Would have been was a this, deal my dad would have gone in on, huh? Was this a... <laughs> I'll just take one. Was this a craziest deal? Yeah, they met, uh, met up uh, after agreeing to it online. I don't know if it was Craigslist, but it was online. What a shame. The kid dies for a pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. This goes right down to behavior and I'm, I'm, lack of respect. I'm surprised Mary's letting him off, uh, is, is giving him that much time. Yeah. Yeah. After the new flag design was finalized here in Minnesota, some local agencies <laughs> say they're in the planning stage of evaluating the cost of changing the seal. The Hennepin County Sheriff explaining for her office alone, the change will be very expensive. Sheriff DeWano Witt said it's everywhere. It's on our badges. It's uh, on the badges. Uh, it, it is our badge. Excuse me. It's the patches. It's our badges. From the uniforms to the vehicles down to the letterheads, there's a state seal around every corner of the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office. Uh, soon they'll have to be changed. And Witt said the price tag to replace everything will cost about a half a million dollars. She said, we're starting to talk about how we're going to pay for this. We're figuring out, but it's going to be a process. She said the 2024 budget's already set in stone, so they can't use that. The updates are supposed to be done by January 1st of next year. Would added, she believes the state should help pick up the tab for the cost. 
And uh, the story uh, Joe has talked about already, despite the former president coming out against Tom Emmer becoming Speaker of the House and calling him names in the process, Emmer has endorsed Donald Trump for the Republican nomination for the presidency. Trump and his allies stopped Emmer's bid to become Speaker, calling him a globalist rhino in a statement in October. Uh, Minnesota's Republican U.S. Representatives Pete Stauber, Michelle Fishbach, and Brad Finstead joined Emmer in endorsing Trump yesterday. You want power that bad, Emmer? How, does Emmer have kids? Uh, yes. I don't know how many. <laughs> what do they think of Dad? St. Thomas Academy grad. That old uh, trade school in Medota, huh? Uh, he should have taken a welding program. Why, t- <laughs> Why don't we take a little break here and we'll be back with more news right after this. Am I misreading the? Am I being too hard on Emmer? I I just think no, I'm not. Am I? No, mm-hmm. but but what was he? I mean, outsiders not saying anything. What was he going to do? I mean, go bleep yourself, Trump. Okay. No one said that yet. None of these fools have had the balls well, to say that. Well, a couple have, but then, then, and they then were they're gone. from the party. Yeah, exactly. Romney, yeah. Uh, Kinsinger, yeah, Cheney. Then look what happened. But, but they're the only ones I have any respect for. Them. Again, it goes back to what we've said for a while now. It, you you pick your party line. You're with us or you're against us. They're but all the, guilty but, of this. But he he's a dis, he's a disgraced former president. He shouldn't be he shouldn't be creating the party line. The party line should be more inventive, new, and imaginative than this cycle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And no one has, has been able to step forward and create a viable party line without his shadow intervening. Right. Piece of S. Gas was about 80 a gallon, though. That doesn't it has nothing see, to I, do with that's, that's what's gonna get, And that's what's going to get you in trouble, too. I know. I thought know. like that, and that's why. I know, you know. I know, I know. I know. Buck <sighs> 80. Where'd you see it for a buck 80? I just the cheapest I got was two fifty four. I just I had two forty six last week. I, I meant before the communists took over this oh. country is what my point was. Well, you know? everything Trump wants to do, I'm in favor of, except uh, him. I wouldn't say everything, but a I few know things. you're not, but I am. Well, it's the same with Biden. I'm not in favor of everything he wants either. So, no. well, Biden's going to ruin the country with DEI and immigration, and Trump would ruin the country by authoritarianism and a dictatorship. So we got that going for so us. You got that going nice. for us, which is nice. <laughs> but everything that the Biden-Harris platform told us was going to happen if Trump was reelected has freaking happened when they took control. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Chris, I think we're all in agreement. Are we doing the show still? We're all yeah. in agreement Wait, we that on? we we don't have a winner here. <laughs> But winter. we're going to have, but you, we all oh, know winter or winter. we're going to have two options come November. What is it? Seventh. We're going to have two options. Biden and Trump. So. Well, then I don't, you, you I can, don't have an option. And you can spend nine months and four days begging for him to go away. It's not going to happen. Well, I'm going to. But I'm just saying it's not going to happen. He's not going to go away. And if he's not elected. Come November, then he still ain't going away. This S is going to keep going on. So let's just elect the MFR and be done with him in four years. 
There well, is we won't theory, be done with them in four years. But That's you the wouldn't problem. be done. He'd create a situation where he would I'm not be, leaving. He'd be president for life. I mean, why that, Chris, Chris why is that funny? I Basically what he tried to do. And as uh, Putin. Did you guys see the video of what's the, the fighter? Conor I McGregor. wish garage logic was real and everyone lived in garage <laughs> logic. Everyone was real. Wouldn't that be fun? You know, if beggars were horses, wishes would ride. If... Candy and beggars. No, if Christmas beggars. Were, if candy if was dandy. Wishes were horses. Beggars would ride. Wishes were horses. Candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. You can drink all the liquor. That's from Willy Wonka. In Costa Rica. That's from Taj Mahal. Candy okay. is dandy, but liquor is quick. Are you going to see the new Willy Wonka? No, man. No, I'm not. Okay. God damn it! He got me One. again with a stupid question. I wasn't One. listening. I was no, asked if he was going to see Willy Wonka. You said one. no. Right. Yeah, but you're a Willy Wonka guy. <laughs> no, I'm not. You like Willy Wonka? I do. The, the Gene Wilder one? I haven't seen it. Oh, the Gene Wilder one's great. That's fantastic. Boy, John, I'm reading the new Reacher that he supposedly <gasps> writes with his kid. Yeah. They're 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 not they're not the old Reacher. I well, watched. I, yeah, I only read two of them and I went okay. That's that's good. The I watched ones. the entire first season during the holiday break. It's kind of fun. It's pretty damn good. You know that Reach is going to knock somebody loose every every episode. When the guys are ch- sorry, town council. When, is your siren going off, Jenny? Yeah, it's no. uh, Wednesday first at one. First one. Uh, yeah. The uh, when the when the uh, what do you call it? When the, when the was it Guatemalans are chasing him when he's on foot in the car. Uh, I've only seen. I think. Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Two or three episodes. He is. Yeah, whatever that, that's just like whatever that actor is. He's a badass. <laughs> Your opinion, man. Rook, yeah, that's like uh, I'm about well, half. He can't act. I mean, they happen. To no, he's somebody. a big hulking. Yeah, badass. But he's re- he looks like Reacher looked in the books. Was there yeah. pictures? Yeah. And this series is based <laughs> on the first <laughs> ever it. Reacher book. I think it's the first ever Reacher book. Was the Killing Floor? Oh God! And I think that's what this series is based on. So there aren't pictures. What if a long, oh, I'm, uh, I'm about halfway through Kings of Cool, Joe. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It was really different. And I'm halfway through Ruby about Jack Ruby. Eh, I don't want to read about it. Because I got I gotta read half half fiction. Half Did he do it? Night. Is he he in on kill, it? Yeah, he killed Oswald. We know that. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It's a magic bullet <laughs> to the gut. I think we should do an episode of GL where it's all we do is talk about the JFK assassination. God. I think it'd be fantastic. I'm not participating. Why? I don't. I, I don't find I, it. I'm not. I'm not either. I'm just going to say yeah, Oswald did it. That's all I'm going to say through the entire show. Yeah, Oswald did it. <laughs> we should have conspiracy theory corner once a month. Can we get going here? What the hell happened? You still got to do sports uh, talk. Come on. Thanks for the reminder. Rook, I still need Sorry, Joe. Ray Walter. Thanks, Karen. You want it right now? Yes, please. Cue the talent and... Whoa, 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 whoa. Truth, justice, and the suture. Oh, why haven't I heard this one? Because oh, you never asked. Wow. This, uh, PK Mayo. PK? Like that. I want to hear this. Come on. Come on, you got 
That's nice. I, I love it too when your email uh, provides background. Is that nice? touch. You know what I love it? I love it when you get up in the morning and you look at your thermostat and it's 69, 70 degrees where you want it to be. The other morning I did get up and it was at 65 and I don't know why the heat wasn't coming off. So I did some investigative work and reset it and now it's flowing freely. I didn't have to call Welter Heating. I would have. They would have been out right away with one of their certified technicians bragging about their 100-plus years of um, history. Time out. Four generations. Because I know Welter's really? a huge GLer. Yep. The ad for Ray Welter, Welter how are you putting up with is this? the time that you didn't have to call him. Right. Because you go to says, Here's an example of where I didn't have to even call my sponsor. They give it away. They give it away for free. Go online to welterheating.com. putting up with this? Rick, you go to the blog, and the blog answers so many frequent questions. They're giving it away for free. Now, if a moron like me couldn't fix the problem, I would have called Welter. Yeah. I would have called 612-825-6867. A human being would have picked up the phone and said, what's your problem? Here's my problem. We'll send a tech out certified, and they'll fix it. Whether it's your furnace, whether it's your cooling, uh, air purification system, use their 100-plus years and four generations of history to make sure your home is oh-so-osty-toasty. Welterheating.com, 612-825-68. I said Osti Toasty. What is Osti? That's uh, Rick Welter's nickname. Hey, Osti, what's going on, man? How you doing, brah? Uh, Welter, we appreciate the uh, whole Welter family getting behind Garage Logic, and they want you to remember their name, Welter. Heat up your shelter with Ray N. Welter. Uh, I have to get back to news, but before I do, Rook, uh, I need to know everything you took about that ad, all the static. The only part I didn't get was when you said why the heat was coming off. Yeah. What does off, that mean? The meat was, the does it that mean the heat on. wasn't turning right. on? It wasn't turning on. Yeah. Well, for some reason. On, not off. You, you oh, said why the heat off? was yeah. coming off and I got very confused. You wake up. You, you Thank you for listening. Off. These two morons didn't interesting catch that. that uh, when the heat got on, you dug <laughs> yourself a hole. <laughs> He's a good newsman. He listened to it and challenged me on it. And you two were like, oh, no, no, I caught it. In the well, I was uh, hung up on the fact that you used the ad time to say the time that you didn't call them. That's what yeah, got all they wanted to say, get get the website right and <laughs> just tell them we got experience. In uh, in other news, uh, luckily you know uh, things might be a little messy around the U.S., but luckily in the Middle East, boy, they're going off just easy. You know, no yeah. problems, right? Yeah, things becoming a bit more intense and muddled in the Middle East. Two bombs exploded minutes apart Wednesday at a commemoration for a prominent Iranian general who was killed in a U.S. drone strike in 2020. At least 103 people killed, 140 injured. The gathering marked the fourth anniversary of the killing of General Qasim Soleimani. Remember, he's the head of the Revolutionary Guards elite quids force in a U.S. drone strike in Iraq. The explosions occurred near his grave site as long lines of people gathered for the event. Iran has multiple foes who could be behind the assault, including exile groups, militant organizations, and different state actors. Nobody so far has claimed responsibility for the explosions. Russia and Ukraine today exchanging hundreds of prisoners of war and the biggest single release of captives since Russia's full-scale invasion in February of 2022. 
Ukrainian authorities said that 230 Ukrainian prisoners of war returned home. Russia's defense ministry said 248 Russian servicemen have been freed under the deal sponsored by the United Arab Emirates. This was the first exchange of folks between the USSR and Ukraine in almost five months. Uh, the plane crash Joe talked about earlier. Wall Street Journal reporting it was 18 minutes of terror, confusion, and determination, but it all worked out. Fire spreading in the back of the plane, smoke filling the cabin. The realization began to dawn on 367 passengers. They only had minutes to save themselves from a fiery death. 28-year-old Joseph Hayashi was in seat 27B coming back from a ski vacation in northern Japan. He said people were trying to get away from the jet engines because they were worried the jets would explode. He said, I'm not a scientist, but I know that fire and jet fuel aren't a good recipe. Everyone was just trying to get to the front. In tests, aircraft manufacturers show they can evacuate a plane in 90 seconds. However, in real life, it doesn't usually work that way. This took 18 minutes. Some things went wrong. It took planes doors too long to open. The PA system didn't work. And most of the evacuation chutes weren't available. But authorities say a lot went right, too. Once the doors opened, passengers calmed down, followed directions. The airline said it was prepared to stop people who tried to go back to get bulky carry-on luggage or bring it with them. Jeez. But they said it didn't happen. Folks didn't bring any of it with them. They all mm. got off the plane in normal fashion. And that's what not, that, that would not have happened here. You have had yeah. people fighting and go back and get their bag. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, the uh, Japanese airlines jet had hit a Japan jo uh, coast guard plane that was on the same runway that had food, water, and other relief supplies for the region on the sea of Japan coast that was hit by an earthquake the day before. Unfortunately, in that plane, five of the six personnel were killed. The plane's captain hospitalized after escaping with injuries, told investigators at the hospital he entered the runway after getting permission to do so. However, the Coast Guard also can't find a record of such permission, according to the Coast Guard official. Mm. Donald Trump appealing a decision from Maine's top election official that disqualifies him from the state's Republican presidential primary. Trump's the frontrunner for the Republican nomination. He asked a state superior court to reverse a decision from Secretary of State Shanna Bellows, barring Trump from the March 5 primary ballot. Bellows, a Democrat, concluded that Trump incited an insurrection in an attempt to hold on to power following his defeat in 2020. The ruling came after a group of former Maine lawmakers petitioned Bellows to keep Trump off the ballot, arguing he could not serve as president under a provision of the U.S. Constitution that bars people from holding office if they engaged in insurrection. This is also happening in Colorado, when he, where he's been taken off the ballot, and the U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to hear that case. Okay, here's where it gets so damn messy. I don't believe she should have the right as a secretary of state to do this. Because it's too... It's not her position right, to do this. And it's too political. You can't hide that. That's She's not, a moron, too. Right. It should, yeah. Don't you think all those should be handled by a court of some sort? Yes. Yes, yes definitely. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has collected enough signatures to appear, uh, to appear on the 2024 presidential ballot in Utah. This is the first state where that candidate, a prominent anti-vaccine conspiracy theorist, has qualified. Kennedy has met the 1,000 signature requirement needed to qualify for the Utah ballot. He can now officially file to run as a presidential candidate in the state before a March 5 deadline. Now, why is he nuts? He's been considered nuts. He's, Why got is he some, nuts? Uh, he's got he's got well, nuts. He, he's 
conspiracy uh, theories about vaccines, about Ukraine, about yeah, numerous things. He's a sharp guy, but yeah, he's a he's a little wacky. Would he's he run a, as an independent? Player? I have no idea. I think yeah. he, he's trying to run against Biden, right, for the Democratic nomination. Oh, is he trying to get the Dem- – well, because my question was going to be, if he did run as an independent, who is he going to take votes from? Well, that According to the studies, half the studies said Biden and half said Trump, so who knows? Okay. Who, who knows? Why I'll, not? Jump on in. Let's go. What a year this is going to be. Oh God! Oh, hey. roller coaster! Hey now! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, More weird trouble. This story's never going to go away either. The Florida GOP chair uh, chairman, Christian oh, Ziegler, God. and his wife. Uh, cops now say they're looking into whether Christian Ziegler committed video voyeurism, which is a crime, as part of that rape investigation into Ziegler. The revelation arrives in a new search warrant affidavit filed by a Sarasota detective that seeks files from Ziegler's Instagram account. The 40-year-old chairman and his wife, Bridget Ziegler, a co-founder of Moms for Liberty, the group that actively campaigns against books they see as being obscene, have been under fire since a Florida journalism watchdog reported cops were investigating him for raping a woman who was the couple's menage a trois partner. They, They filmed it and they called it. It's just a little ice cream. It's just a little ice cream. Actually, they didn't film there. Oh, okay. He oh, went there. Very Willard. Yeah. Allegedly, there was supposed to be another uh, threesome, but the wife didn't show up, and he did. And the woman says he raped her at that point. And he oh, filmed just him that. and this other woman? Yes. And he filmed so that. Threesome. At this point, yes. They'd already had a threesome, and it was supposed to be a threesome, but the wife was detained somewhere else. You know, Pat nailed this, uh, what, Rook, 30 30 years ago? Yes, sir. What did he say? People are horny. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Told us in that Latin, Mm -hmm. what, 30 years ago, we were wondering what was going on, and Pat said, people are horny. Yes. Yeah. Now Ziegler's defense may come back to bite him. The new affidavit said that he told investigators he recorded video of the activity with the victim and wanted to show that that to the detectives to prove it wasn't a rape. The problem is both his wife and the other woman say they know nothing of any videos involving sex. Neither gave their consent. That would be video voyeurism, a third degree felony, five years behind bars. So, John, thank you. It's uh, it's amazing, isn't it? It's just amazing. Are we done with ads? Yes. All right, let's come back right away because I want to do gay. And uh, I was monitoring the new TPT um, video for the documentary that's coming out about the former governor. Oh. Well, why you should be paying attention. No, I was seeing if it was going to be airworthy or not. Yeah. Is Pat in the other room here? Patrick. Yes. Yes. No. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I think it was something we could play. Can we go here? I need just a second, Joe. Just, just a, second. a second, and I'll be right with you. Uno momento, por favor. Um, okay. Hang on. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a second. All right. Joe, are you ready? Yes. Yes. Please. Is that all you people think about is money? What is the deal? Is that all you people think about? 
10 minutes. He's a Catholic. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. My opinion, man, of the whole sordid affair involving Claudine Gay uh, probably is not a popular opinion. Certainly it will not be popular in Liberal Lakes, Euphoria, and Diversityville. Or that one guy in Woodbury. Wyzetta. Wyzetta, sorry. Uh, Close enough. To me, and I'm comfortable with, with this opinion, but I, I certainly insist that it is merely mine and I have nothing to to back it up with except all of my observations over the years. To me, she is the end game of a life made less than. She had no more business being the president of Harvard than than I do. Okay. Uh, she is, I would guess, it's my opinion, I would suspect she, she was made less than. And the liberal elites who do that to people of color are destroying people of color. They're not boosting them. They're not helping them. They're not endorsing them. They're ruining them. And I, I look at her and I see a very humiliated woman with her back up. She's not resigned. And I don't know if she's played the race card yet. But Ibrahim X, who has a phony job at Harvard, mm -hmm. teaching a course that can't be graded, he's uh, well into her defense, uh, indicating that, the, that this is purely racism for why she's stepping down. I don't see it that way. I don't think she was equipped to be the president of Harvard. I'm sure there are many black women who could be. Mm -hmm. But in this case, I think she found herself uh, in an environment that immensely pleased the Harvard board. Look what we've done. Right. We've, we've, we've brought her all the way up to be the president. They, they're not capable of being ashamed of themselves. They're not capable of understanding that diversity, equity, and inclusion movement must end. It's deleterious. It's ruinous to people. It's absolutely ruinous. That's how Biden, for example, is one of the ways he's ruining the country. You got uh, Claudine Langer or whatever is uh, who's the press? Who's the his press secretary? Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme or whatever the hell her name is. <laughs> she says everything the president does is based on diversity. That's the problem. Everything shouldn't be based on it. That's in any event. Here's this woman. I'm just having to step down now, and uh, there's a billionaire Harvard graduate guy named Bill Ackman who has uh, wasted no time in issuing a public reaction to her resignation, delivering a three-word response. Uh, I don't know what that was. I think it was something along the lines of it's about time or what took so long. I, I don't know. Ackman has led calls for gay University of Pennsylvania President Liz McGill and MIT President Sally Kornbluth to resign in disgrace ever since their disastrous appearances at a House committee hearing on the rise of anti-Semitism on their campuses last month when all three refused, refused, refused to say that calling for the genocide of Jews on their campuses breached their rules 
and amounted to harassment. They were not capable of it because we've went through this lesson. Why? Because they, they have been taught, they've been ingrained, they've been immersed in a system that doesn't even realize they're the heads of institutions of learning. They're the heads of institutions that sort out the oppressed from the oppressors. And so at the risk of offending the oppressed kids on campus, you wouldn't dare say that calling for genocide of Jews is ab ab abhorrent and is it definitely against our rules. Right. You have to come up with what they came up with, with a consultation with a law firm. Well, it depends on the context. No, it doesn't. There is no context. You're wrong. Ackman is the CEO at Pershing Square Capital Management. He's given a lot of money to uh, Harvard and other schools. He has led calls for the presidents of Harvard, Penn, and MIT to resign. Uh, McGill resigned just days after her testimony. Now Gay is gone, and uh, Ackman has said it's time for the only one of the three presidents remaining to leave. That would be Sally Kornbluth at MIT. Uh, Ackman tweeted Tuesday, at two Sally. At two means also you in Latin. Uh, Ackman was not alone in this sentiment. Uh, fellow Harvard alum, Representative Elise Stefanik, a Republican New York, whose line of questioning at the House hearing exposed the school's policies, also took to uh, X following Gay's resignation and posted two down. Barstool sports founder Dave Portnoy issued a similar reaction saying, <laughs> see ya, Claudine Gay, two down, MIT is on the clock. Portnoy, who just won $1 million in a bet on the Rose Bowl when he bet on Michigan. Did he? Yeah. Why, why did we seek his opinion on them? I don't know why. We're yeah, that you know what? That Actually, <laughs> that's a, a ray of hope because Barstool Sports and Portnoy, with the young 25-year-old and 30-year-old kids, that's true. that he's a, he's, they listen. And he's saying, F that, it's wrong. Yeah, but he's he's not the yeah. best uh, human no, being, not, really, I'm too. Not, I'm Thank not, you, John. I'm not he's a Saint Dave. I'm just saying. But. No, he's actually kind of a human piece of garbage. But <laughs> he's pretty funny. Does but other than that, you. so far, MIT's board <laughs> apparently <laughs> remains in support of Cornbluth. I don't know how they they can. Of the three institutions, Penn, Harvard, and MIT. MIT at least might be a fighting chance to get a legitimate degree in something. Okay. Uh, it has, it's ruined. It's a failed academy just given by the, the nature of their presidency. It's a failed academy, but somewhat less failed perhaps than Penn or uh, Well, if Dave Harvard. Portnoy is going to speak, then I would like to speak on behalf <laughs> of Minnesota State University Mankato. Let's go. Uh, I doubt if it could get more failed than that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's a shame. I, I feel that this woman has been humiliated. She she should not have been where she was. She was out of her league. And again, that opinion is going to be unpopular in diversity, value, euphoria, and liberal lakes. But you are the people that continue to push DEI initiatives. They are ruinous. They go against the human condition of individuality and freedom and earn your own way. And I'm afraid she's an example of being made less than her whole life. Maybe if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I, that's what I see. When mm -hmm. I see her, when I see her or listen to her remarks, uh, she's wholly dependent on someone giving her copy to read. 
I am going to miss the memes, though, because the memes were pretty good. Well, she did give her resignation speech, but it was Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. Right. Yeah. That's oh, oh, no. Yes. Bang, bang, boom. Yeah. Hey. That kind Hold of on. Yeah. But, oh, boom, boom. but it's a shame. There was uh, also the still- shame, and that's why DEI has got to go. This is what you end up with. Yes. And it has nothing to do with race, except it does have everything to do with race. You people that engineered her rise through the failed academy are evil. You should be ashamed of yourself. And you mentioned him earlier, but I was just reading Ibram X. Kendi's tweet about this from yesterday. Ibram X. Kendi's a phony who has a professorship at Harvard. He said this is entirely racism. He called it the race. So he says the racist mobs won't stop until they topple all black people from positions of power and influence who are not reinforcing the structure of race. I can't. How, how you, can you not see through this? Well, clown? how can you compete with Ibrahim X or whatever his name is? Candy. Candy. Yep. How can you compete with him? He's he's a lost soul. He's this is what he's married to, and he's not changing. And he's making a lot of you money. You as doing a white it. person are horrible. And and here's my proof: Claudine Gay had to resign. Well, she had to resign because she was going to cost her school too much money. She right. had to resign because she was wrong. She had to resign because she, in her heart, she doesn't call for the genocide of Jews, for God's sakes. And why but, can't she? But just she was say in it? so over her head. Well, she didn't know what to say. None of the three did. Had to meet with a consultant first. Had to meet with a consultant from the White Shoes Law Firm, who fed him one word that they all used: context. It was terrible display of the failed academy. Yeah. I think it's opened some eyes. Oh, it certainly opened the eyes of of the uh, the uh, hedge fund guy, Bill. What's his name? What what did I say? Acker. His name was Bill Acker, William Bill Acker, or Ag. Yeah, that's not his name. Ack, isn't it? A C K. Ack. Ack. Yeah, Eckert. Eckland, huh? Dennis Eckersley. Yeah, E K. Bill Ackman. Ackman. There we go. With an A or an E. A. A C K M A N. Bill Ackman. Fourteen. Who was way out in front of this, by the way? I mean, he was instantly, instantly enraged. He's not coming to the table lately. No. Yeah, he was mutton for dinner last. No, that's Ackman with just one M. Only because they come to us. <laughs> Joe is ending the show now. <laughs> Look at me. I have sooch paste. What is on my Sooch paste. That's what I'm calling it. Sooch paste. <laughs> <laughs> I was brushing my teeth this morning. And I, I went, damn I it. Don't. And I said, shoot, I have sooch paste. Sooch well, paste. an issue for you, too. Well, I'm not always. I mean, the, sometimes my lip don't seal me. Right. When he's, when he's got the drool coming out, yeah. you know. I'm not there yet. Well, you wow. are, obviously. Well, 55. Obviously, you're there. It turns at 55, huh? Wow. <laughs> That's about when you start leaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only because they come to us wow. all the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, from the Traveling Lymans. It was on this day. January 3rd. In 1848. A sewing club called the St. Oh. Paul Circle of Industry was formed to raise money for a new school in St. Paul. The building was completed in August 1849. Huh. On this day, uh, one three in 1905, 
The Minnesota legislature met for the first time in the third state capitol building. This is the one designed by Cass Gilbert. Got it. On this day. Uh, are you talking about January 3rd? Yes, I am. In mm. 1916, Maxine Andrews was born in Minneapolis. Oh, nice. With her sisters Laverne, born in 1911, and Patty, born in 1918, she formed the Andrews Sisters, known as America's wartime sweethearts, and remembered for their 1941 hit, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Boogie and Sorry. on this day, was that the only song they had? No, they did. No, there's a lot more. Yeah. On this day, January third, in 1940, the Marlboro Apartment Hotel burned in Minneapolis, leaving at least four people missing, 25 in hospitals, and 18 dead. Mm-hmm. Apparently caused by a burning cigarette carelessly thrown into a garbage chute. Now, would there would there be any other way the cigarette would have been thrown <laughs> into the garbage chute? They always put carelessly. Is there they? irony that it's the Marlboro building? Is a little, but it's okay. spelled differently. Oh. Uh, uh, With an A or an O? M A R L B O R O U G A. Yeah, write that one down for me, please. We'll do that to me all the time. Carelessly thrown down a garbage chute, the fire was described in the Minneapolis Journal as the worst catastrophe in the city. And that's saying something since the explosion of the Washburn A mill on May 2nd, 1878. So it was on this day in in 1940, January 3rd. Hmm. Thank you, GLers. We're off to a roaring start for 2024, and we're going to get rid of (laughs) DEI. We have to. It's going to kill us all. I don't care what race you are. It's no good. It's bad. It's a bad thing. I'm excited about 2024. And the de-escalation of DEI. You want to learn more about it? Go to garagelogic.com. Well, you won't learn anything about DEI yet, but you can learn more about the town council, the show. Town council is a great deal. Ten bucks a month, hundred dollars for the entire year, and you will be an audio voyeur. You'll be checking us out during the show, during the ads, uh, during the breaks, during sports after the show, talk, during sports talk, just coming up right next to here. Very excited to hear that. Uh, thanks, GLers. Good luck in 2024. It's going to be a, just a, a great year. I mean, God. Try not to love me. Let's try. <laughs> Weren't the Andrews sisters doe a deer, a female deer? My grandpa played with them. No, that was Julie Andrews. <laughs> oh, uh, that's not one of them. Andrews, Andrews sisters. No, one's, one's British and the others are American. I ones. was freaking close. Give me no, that. You, you really weren't. Red probably did. Hey, uh, Andrews sisters, don't touch that weed over here. <laughs> You know, and I always put the tracheotomy. He didn't have a tracheotomy. What are the Andrews sisters' names? Well, Patty, Patty, you just said it. Patty, Laverne, and... Patty, Laverne. There were two of them, right? Three. There were three. three. Yep. The one looked like Shep from the Three Stooges. Patty, Laverne, and... Shirley. Maxine. Who was the uh, sister that married the fuck around 
Oh, we're on the council, Patrick. They around with Sam Giancana. What, they were, they were that was one of the McGuire sisters. McGuire. Pat, yeah. you're going to have a long leash with the council, considering the mayor dropped an all-timer this morning. Oh, really? oh yeah. I don't think so. Well, <laughs> I use the P word. Yes. Pencil. No. Oh, no. No. Never mind. Oh, oh, oh. How we used Never to call mind. somebody a panda. Oh, okay. I called Phil- Tom Emmer the P word. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tell Patrick Phyllis McGuire was the Phyllis girlfriend, McGuire, was the girlfriend of Sam Giancana. Whatever. He well, endorsed he Trump. endorsed Trump, even though Trump stabbed him in the back five weeks ago and yeah. said, you can't be speaker. There's some Trump signs out in the western part of Wright County. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what he's doing, watching himself. Pat, do you see what I'm wearing today? Such paste. Pam, why I, on weeks when a Monday's a holiday, why do we still have to do Monday night sports? Joe, talk? because we have advertisers. Let's go here. That's uh, a good problem. Right here. Yeah. No, no, are no. I'm in a hurry to tell Reavers what the things are. Are you are you writing today? No. It's Wednesday. Are you not is this a month off or are you back at it? Back in it. What do you mean? I'm on it. You got a contract? Oh, it's only I don't have a summer contract. you take two months off. Yeah. As soon as Pat said that, that's con- all you could think about. I don't have a contract. I got a new contract. I know. Right. I, I don't even have one. All right. I'm ready for you. Uh, the survival of the Japanese airline disaster could not have happened in this country. Okay. Claudine Gay yep. resigns at Harvard. Yep. Period. Okay. Is this an example of a life of a life made less than question mark? Of re- repeat that. Is this an example of a life made less than question? I was out mark. at Harvard. I should have went over to Claudine's office and asked her what she thought of the football team. <laughs> All right. Tom Ammer Uh-oh. is a giant. <laughs> is smooth down there. No, I'm not getting <laughs> that. Jesus. Okay, uh, Tom Ammer wimped out. Yeah, just put wimped out. Okay. He can't lose John anything. Height. Why well, he doesn't have to kiss Trump's ass? He can, but he is. He, he That's my point. He doesn't. He, he went out there anyway. So what, what, why is he doing? I got to run to the thing. Yeah. Okay. Thing. I got a. I got a lot of topics. Good. I'm glad. Duh. Boy, I had some. Our tough poor ones. wild man. They better get a new training staff. They can't keep their team on the ice. We always rip the twins for not. Being able, being hurt all the time. How about the oh, hockey team? Speaking of that, so I was reading over the weekend. Well, I still consider this all the weekend because Joe wasn't here yesterday. The MLB trade rumors had the all of the spending being done mm-hmm. by all the teams. You know, the Dodgers oh, are at uh, one and a half billion or whatever. So they had six teams that had spent zero money, including the Yankees, because they got Soto in the trade. They didn't spend yeah. anything. We were above the Yankees. Because of what's his name, Stratton, nine hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, who's coming back from thoracic outlet syndrome? Oh, it was so worse than Tommy John. Always cost him about twelve miles an hour on her fastball. 
Who's the one guy though that we had that had it and he was okay afterwards? Didn't we have a guy? Because yeah, Phil, Phil Hughes had it and he couldn't. He couldn't throw anymore. He couldn't you hit you in yeah. the head with a yeah fastball and it hurt you? Huh? They've had a couple others that had it too. Somebody invented that injury. Nobody knew it existed, and then all of a sudden, somebody came up with it. Yep. <clears throat> oh man. Mm. All right, Chris. I'm going to leave you now. Sorry, I, I just about that. Uh, sent oh, you stories. I just sent you stories. Thanks, Johnny. Yep. All right. See you tomorrow. See ya. Yep. I wrote about uh, the guy who read, rode the unicycle, Mike Munson, at the Muscleman pregame show, and.